It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Just Say Yes. And our scripture reference is Titus chapter 1, verses 5 through 16. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. When someone says you have your work cut out for you, they mean to tell you to prepare. The work you're about to do will be difficult. Expect challenges, even frustration. When you have your work cut out for you, you won't be able to skid through. That idiom dates back to the 1600s. Its roots come from tailors. We aren't entirely sure what it meant, but it seems like a tailor having his cloth cut by someone else impeded his work. Titus was no tailor, although I do not know what he did before he was a leader in the church. Titus had his work cut out for him. According to the biblical book that bears his name, he ministered in Crete. If you're aware of Greek mythology, you might already have a sense of what made Titus' work difficult. If we're reading Titus the book, we don't have to know any of that. Paul wrote to Titus. He reminded his helper why he was in Crete. At one point, Paul recites the words of a prophet from Crete to describe the people who lived there. Cretans are always liars, vicious brutes, lazy gluttons. I find this a bit humorous. Paul is being frank with Titus. The apostle isn't mincing words about the attitudes Titus will encounter. Paul didn't make those things up about the Cretans. What's funny to me is Paul is writing to Titus after he has been there. Paul said, I left you behind in Crete for this reason. Titus then has already learned what the people are like. I bet he's already had his fill of frustration trying to find elders to lead the church. At that point, Paul wasn't saying anything Titus didn't already know. Indeed, Titus had his work cut out for him. Paul shaped the work he had to do for him. There was no guessing about what was important to the church's ministry in Crete. And there was no compromising either. There were false teachers to avoid and to silence. And how was that to happen? By staying true to the Christian ethic Paul shared. Every year, I take part in a frustrating bit of work. We call it nominations. Our job is to fill church committees with church people. What's frustrating is for most of the years I've done that, the priority of the group has been availability. That is, can we find names of people who will just say yes? By the way, that's not a play on the 80s slogan. That's a real comment I've heard in these nomination efforts. There's often little talk about prayer life or devotion. If someone works in the field related to the committee we're trying to fill, that's enough for us. I see Paul 
encouraging Titus to not fall into that trap. Paul wanted Titus to find elders who were faithful. How do you find people who are faithful? You start by teaching them to be faithful. The idea is not let's try to find the needle in the haystack. Instead, let's ensure we're leading, teaching, and expecting church people to be Christ people. Give me the incomplete committee roster that can lead the church into faithfulness. I'll take that over a full committee that does not. Now, let's be honest. To revitalize our churches, we have our work cut out for us. And that doesn't mean we can't do it. As Christ people, we're suited for it. Stay blessed. Stay blessed.